Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solve. Well, here we are. This will be the final episode, no, not ever, the final episode of 2023. Which, um, so, and the reason being is uh, next week is Christmas week, and you, like me, are probably off opening presents, seeing what Santa has, uh, has brung, brought you, the family, and just uh, having uh, an amazing, amazing time. Well, I hope you are. Uh, anyway, so this is going to be the final um, episode this week, uh, this year, and then the next episode will be on, the, on New Year's Day. The first of January, where I share what I believe my um, or what what I believe the predictions for for business for leadership uh, in twenty twenty four are, and uh, and this episode really is my own personal reflection about the year twenty twenty three. There has been some um, personal challenges. Um, I have um, I've started training. So I signed up for the uh, the London Marathon. There's a whole um, different podcast that, that talks about that. Um, and I've also signed up for the Ultra Marathon in, uh, in 2024 as well. So on the 21st, 21st of April, I take part in the London Marathon. And on, on the 8th of June, I think it is, I take part on in an Ultra a- event in, um, in, in the Lake District. The reason for that is I want to do a bit more for charity. I want to raise some money um, for Macmillan and I want to raise some money for cancer research. And that's the driving factor because this year, um, i just reminded again how short life is um, and and how I don't contribute um, and support those that have uh, either going through the challenges um, of dealing with... Um, with cancer and for other things and also i want to help those who are trying to trying to cure it as as well so that's the, that's the motivating factor behind the uh the charity events but yeah there's a whole host, uh, a whole different podcast called nine months to 100 kilometers which is tracking my journey throughout the nine months from when i signed up to when i actually um do the um the the, the ultra and in doing that, it has taught me a whole host of lessons. I'm currently um, probably about part way, a third of the way through my uh, my training plan, and this is for me starting it from zero exercise or very very little um, exercise through to uh, now training four four days a week or four nights a week, uh, hoping to where it gets. But there's so many parallels between the um, the journey that I'm on. And also what we need to do in in leadership. So I've got a compelling reason. I've got a vision of what I want to get to. A real tangible destination, a goal. um, And it is really measurable as well. So I need to run a marathon on the 21st of April. I need to run the uh, or complete the ultra on the 8th of June. Those are my tangible 
goals that are within distance. So they're not too abstract. They're not too much into the into the future. That they are unrealistic. I've also um, made it quite public what I'm what I'm doing, and it's made it absolutely real. So I'm uh, being held to account by all parties. Uh, everywhere I go, people are asking me how my training's going. Uh, whether that's uh, with friends and with family, whether it's with colleagues and people I'm supporting as well. Everybody has got a, a vested interest because I've made it really public. So the accountability is is helping me um, achieve it. And this makes me think about business and our journeys that we're on. This is probably the time when you're reflecting on your year uh, in business or your year with your team. And, and setting your objectives for 2024 as well. But how real do you make them for your people, for your for your peers, for your teams? And, and how much do they believe in them? How tangible are they? And how much do they know or how their efforts can contribute to those things? Um, and then when you do start, like like I've started the, the training programme, how... How are you slowly demonstrating that you're getting to it? So there's no, often no silver bullet to achieving your goals, to achieving your destination. It's often consistently done um, every single day and every single week. And how are you having the right conversations that allow you to, to get there? These challenges exist in business every single day. And these challenges uh, exist in all of the businesses and the teams that I am fortunate enough to support. Having clarity of destination, having belief in being able to get there, making it tangible and making it relatable to every single individual in the team and letting them know what their contribution is into achieving it. And then having the regular conversations every single day on the key points that are important and then collaborating together on those things to help you overcome it. When I'm, we spoke a few times about Measure Mountain, and this is how I articulate the, uh, I guess, the connection between those on the front line and the uh, the senior leaders in an organisation, and and I articulate it through drawing a picture of a, a mountain with the uh, the most senior person at the top of the mountain, and the process and those who work the process down at the bottom of the mountain, and I, I try to draw the the layers of the the hierarchy there and encourage people to think about how does communication flow from top to bottom how do you ensure that the right things are spoke about uh, at the right level and the right things are solved at the right level and how do you ensure that the direction because the people at the top of mind can see further into the future so how do you uh, ensure that how that those leaders that are seeing further into the distance are translating it in a meaningful way through the organisation and a cascade process all the way through to the people that are working at the um, at the process level. And these things are not new concepts that I've spoken about on the podcast recently. These things have been a topic of conversation for for really quite I guess for the the longevity of the of the pod, which is now five years old, um, which makes me think about: Are we actually doing everything we can to truly create connected learning organisations? We need to be connected on the vision. We need to be connected as people and as we with people. Um, we need to be connected together with purpose. 
we need to be connected to make sure our communication flows effectively and timely um, as well. And this is why I believe having a daily and weekly meeting rhythm helps aid the conversation, helps aid the communication to ensure that the right people are talking about the right things at the right time. And then you can act on it as well. So I come back to the four C's. I always keep coming back to the four C's. So connection is the first one. We need to lead with connection, connect to our people. We need our people to be connected to the vision and to the destination that we that we want people to um, to achieve. But they all they also need to be connected to it. And for that to allow you to be or to enable them to be connected to it, it's got to be translated in a meaningful way to them so that they can understand what their contribution is into achieving it, but in a realistic time scale, a realistic time frame. So not talking about the year 2030, 2040, 2050, and that's where we're heading, but talking about it on a more granular level to ensure that they know how what they do today is contributing and is connected to the delivery of that vision, of that destination. So the four C's, that's the, that's the connection part of it. And then we need to have conversations. And the really the crux about conversations is people overuse the word trust, I think now. It seems to be, a, it's now a buzzword rather than something that we're, that we're actively trying to, uh, to engage in it. But trust for me is situational and it is individual. And we need to create trusting environments to enable people to speak up in the conversations that we're asking. This year, I think it was this year, I shared the two most important metrics that organisations probably don't track. And that is the number of ideas that people have and the length of time between the person having the idea, sharing it in a conversation and then action being taken on it. And we can only do that, we can only truly have the right conversations if the environment is allowing is enabling those conversations to take place if people feel like they can share um, i was in a session um recently and the group size was um upward of uh upward of 25 people and people said that they didn't feel comfortable sharing in a group that size so we, we ended up splitting the group into two um, and the effect that that has had on the honesty and transparency that people have shared has been um, phenomenal because the environment they perceive, they perceive is far safer for them to talk about. They've got, they've got an opportunity to be listened to because they're not one voice in 25. They are maybe one voice in 12. So they've got more time so they can be truly listened to and we can act on the things that people are saying so the first thing is connection the second thing is the conversations and the key part of the conversation well there's there's three key parts of it i guess is the you as a as a person are you asking questions are you truly listening then is the environment so the second part is is the environment set up um, to enable an effective conversation and then there's the, the the recipient the person on the other end of it are they listening as well are they open to having a conversation and do they feel safe um, so that's the conversation part of it and then there's the the third c is around collaboration if you're having the right conversations about the right connected journey that you're on 
then you can collaborate on the key things that you need to um, that you need to overcome, or maybe speed up, or maybe um, yeah, maybe challenge, or whatever the things that you need to collaborate on. But you need to have the right relevant people, and those can only be identified if you're having the right conversation, if people are, are, are speaking up. And then the last part is uh, is the celebration. If you are identifying um, what's going well, and you're recognizing the stuff that you are doing really well to uh, to achieve your destination, then it's a lot easier to celebrate success and, and reflect. I see and hear a lot of conversations with, with teams that talk about what's our priorities and what are our problems. It can be very negative, but I think we've got to be better at identifying the positives, the things that we're doing well as well. Reinforce what's going well instead of just purely chastising all the things that aren't going well, I think we can do a lot better at this. So that's how the four C's really are fed into my connection, uh, fed into my uh, reflection, because they are still, I believe, one of the key challenges that businesses, teams, and people need to overcome. We need to do these four things properly rather than just putting a little bit of effort in on them and making them tick, tick box. They are in, an in, it's an infinite journey to deliver the four C's, not a finite journey. You can't just do one and then tick it. it we've got to think about it infinitely. Um, I was um, talking to my son the other the other week, which which makes me think about effort that we're putting into it, and effort that we real are we really bought into delivering those four C's or not? And, and my son. Um, We've had this thing for for ages where we t we talk about effort and, and when he's playing football or when he whenever he's doing anything, we talk about just the two E's that I want him to do is is put effort in and enjoy it. But to him, what I've realised recently is putting effort in. He's just doing it. He's putting effort in if he's doing it, not if he's doing it to the best of his abilities. So this is a conversation that I've had to um, we've been having more recently. That effort is a scale. Your effort is on a scale and you might put more effort into some things than other things. And are you truly putting the right levels of effort into successful delivery of the four C's? When I think back to uh, to this, this challenge, the London Marathon and the Ultra, am I putting the effort in? At the start, I wasn't. But I've realized that I've now got to put the effort in. I've got to train hard. I've got to really not just um, not just turn up and maybe... So what I used to do, going to the gym, I might just walk around with a glass of water, um, but I've got to actually do stuff. And when I do that stuff, I've got to actually put effort in, not just doing it is not enough. And I think that's probably my biggest reflection um, of 2024, that, that doing it, is not just enough. You've got to do it to your best abilities. You've got to role model what the levels of effort are for you, for your teams, for your people. And at the end of this podcast, it's it says the same thing every single week. Saying you know how to do it is not doing it. But doing it is not always doing it well enough. Because I think effort is often a word that's underplayed. Like I said, my son, he used to think of the word effort as just doing something, but not necessarily doing it to the best of his abilities. 
and I think this uh, this is um, this is something we need to consider when we're talking about these four C's. Are we connected to our people? Are we connected, and are they connected to a vision? Have we done it, or have we really done it? And how do we know? And then the conversations. Are we having conversations, or are we really having conversations? Genuine, honest, safe transparent confronting reality conversations everybody can have a conversation but having a proper conversation takes effort and then when we collaborate i don't just mean getting people into a room but i mean systematically working through things together to a common goal to an outcome that moves us forward so are we just collaborating or are we really genuinely collaborating? Have we really put as much effort in and celebrating success as well? That means different things to different people, but are we celebrating success? Or are we really celebrating success? Are we putting effort into true recognition and celebration? Could we do more? So that really is my reflection for 2023. The four C's still exist as a challenge and it's a it's a scale challenge. It comes into the level of effort. Are you treating them as a tick box? Are you treating them as a finite delivery or an infinite goal? We've got to think of them as infinite things. We can always work at them. We can always, like my training plan, every single day I'm building up. Every single day I'm doing a little bit more. Every single week I'm adding a mile to the dirt to the to the journey. Uh, every single Thursday, I'm trying to run me 5k faster. So are you applying real effort to what you want to achieve? There's no better time to reflect on your year and the level of effort that you've put in. Because I always remember um, attending a talk and it said, um, often the best time to start was 10 years ago. The second best time is now. And that's why I encourage you about the four C's and about all of your goals is you may have wished that you've uh, applied some of the things that we've spoken about every single week better. But if you've not done it then, the next best time to do it is now. So what are you going to do different in 2024 and how will you know that you're doing it different? And I often think it comes down to the conversation that I have with my son and the, the, the effort scale. Are you doing it? Or are you really doing it? That's my reflection for 2023. Thank you so, so much for joining me on this journey. Thank you so, so much for the comments, for the engagement, for the messages, um, and, and for you just allowing me to, uh, to share some stuff with you each and every week. Have yourself an amazing, amazing Christmas. Have yourself the most um, enjoyable time. Have fun. I hope Santa spoils you royally. And uh, I look forward to chatting on the other side as we start 2024. But before you go into it, just have a think about, are you doing it? Are you really doing it? Come on, we can do better. Can't we? Have an amazing Christmas and we'll catch up next year. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, The Business Problem Solver, 
or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.